Life is a highway. It's full of twists, turns, and complex issues to try and navigate. Welcome to Retire the Right Way with Anthony Wright of Retirement Specialty Group. Each week, you'll hear us discuss the pitfalls and common investing mistakes we see people make. We'll also educate you about the financial world and encourage you to think about solutions to some of the problems and question marks you might face in your own financial life. So let's get on the right road to retirement with Anthony Wright here on Retire the Right Way. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this week's edition of Retire the Right Way with Anthony Wright, founder and CEO at Retirement Specialty Group. Thanks, as always, for tuning into the program. Mark Killian here once again with Anthony, talking about investing, finance, and retirement. Give him a call and get on the calendar to talk with the team at Retirement Specialty Group at 888-557-1993 for that no-cost, no-obligation consultation about your financial and retirement situation. 888-557-1993. Call anytime throughout the show. You do not have to wait for it to be over. What's up, buddy? How you feeling? Oh, doing good, man. Doing good. I had the coughs and sniffles there for a little while, but I'm, I think I'm on the other side of it. Yeah, you had the crud. I, you guys still got a little bit in your chest, it sounds like. But yeah, 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 yeah. Well, at least uh, at least you're hanging in there. I tell you yeah. what, everybody who's been getting sick this, you know, this year, uh, in general, it's just been hanging out. My mom had something earlier in January for a couple of weeks. It just didn't want to let go either. So, yeah, dude, it just like it just hangs on. It's like it don't want to turn loose. I know it just wants to be your friend. It does, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't want to be his friend. You don't want to be his friend. Well, Heck no. Well, well, speaking of friends, our friend Jeff Bezos. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, yeah, the guy that owns yeah. Amazon just pledged giving away uh, ten billion to environmental causes and researches and things like that. For the, I guess, the Bezos Foundation. He joins a list of a lot of guys who are guys and gals, I should say, top billionaires who've given a lot of money away over the last few years. How far before we find you on that list? Oh, you know, <laughs> Jeff and I, we text every day. <laughs> well, you got Bill Gates on there. You got Warren yeah, Buffett right. on there. You know, you got some heavy hitters on there. I figure we see Anthony Wright on there at uh, some point. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's kind of that's kind of my my goal. That's right? your goal, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, I do know you guys give back to the community a lot as well. So I'm well, just yeah, curious. Do. It's do, it's a do. good idea to do those things. That's for sure. But I thought that was cool that that you know that people are saying, oh wow, you know, it's crazy. It's like he's worth 113 billion dollars. I don't think the 10 billion is going to hurt him too much. And that's after. That's after his divorce. His that wife, was after, his, yeah. Yeah, she got the same amount. It was after the divorce, and I saw that in the last six weeks, he bought two apartments in New York, I think, and like the the Warner Estate. That's what it is, the Warner Brothers Estate in, in, uh, in Los Angeles for something like $300 million or something. Jeez, oh, Pete. Yeah, that's a whole lot of money. So if you buy from Amazon, he appreciates it. Well, yeah, really. I mean, I should get a Christmas card as much as I buy off of Amazon. I'm just saying. Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> That's true. And you know, I read a story earlier this week. That guy was homeless at one time. Yeah. Well, That's was, crazy. And it was Amazon was, you know, I mean, you and I are old enough to remember it was a bookstore originally, and it was a bookstore out of his garage. Oh, that's he right. He was just yeah. selling books mm-hmm. out of his garage. Yeah. You know, when that's he first crazy. got started. So, yeah, I mean, kudos to the American spirit, right? You go. That's uh, what it's all about. I you, mean, that's that's the entrepreneur dream. That's right. You go from being a, a garage, uh, a bookseller in your garage, to the richest dude on the planet. So there you go. I think I think his wife made him the second richest dude. 
Uh, yeah, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> I think she is the richest now. No, she may be. Yeah, exactly. Well, let's get into our show today. I just wanted to kick that off. I just thought I saw that right before we jumped on the air, and I wanted to just tease you a little bit because I knew you were feeling under the weather. But let's get in here and have some fun, talk about investing, yeah. finance, and retirement. Let's do it. Let's talk about some investing biases, okay? So right. the European Financial Review recently put out a study that investing biases impact financial behavior and decisions in a lot of ways. And the reason I want to bring this up, is, for example, is you might have saw Apple in the last few days saying that uh, iPhones could be in short supply over the next few weeks due to the coronavirus and so on and so forth because they chose to close down their, you know, their manufacturing plants in China for a couple of 10 days or something like that. And it's like, first of all, you know, can we survive without the new iPhone for, what, two weeks? <laughs> oh, yeah. I think really? we'll be okay. But, you know, people are starting to get a little wondering, are we going to see any economic downturn from the coronavirus? And it's like, in a few weeks, I think we probably will because manufacturing has slowed. But I don't think it's going to be anything catastrophic. I mean, it's just... It's just been a couple of weeks, you know, kind of yeah. like, uh, hey, like I want to know, know who named the coronavirus. Somebody likes Corona with a line. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, that, apparently that's the strain is actually what it's called. So, you know, I guess I guess lots of flus have actually Corona in the title. There's something to do with uh, it's something to do with some medical thing. It's not the beer. Really? Yeah, it's not the beer. Yeah. Wow. But although Corona, the beer, I think they want to stay away from it, though. You, you'd think somebody in marketing might have been like. We should totally tag on to that. And somebody else went, no. No. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but anyway, so when it comes to biases, how do you kind of advise your clients or how do you talk your clients through some of these things that manifest in all of us? And I'll give you a couple examples here. We'll kind of, well, I guess I could just start with the, the coronavirus. So maybe like a, a fear virus that uh, I've heard somebody say, oh, well, I'm not going to I'm not going to buy anything that's come, you know, come in from China because it may have the coronavirus in the box, which is silly. Well, yeah, I mean, it's silly. I mean. Golly, does a virus really live in a in a box? I mean, apparently it lives know? on the surface for a couple of hours, but that's it. So, I mean, come on. Uh, like, you know, if you're going to buy a new Apple product, it's not going to be contagious. No. I don't think a person ought to be totally foolish and fly over to China. Sure, just, right. Common sense. You know, common sense yeah. is a good word. You know, use common sense. you gotta you got a brain, you know. Right. Right. Okay, so let's talk a little confirmation bias. When you pay more attention to information that supports your opinion, you kind of buy into that, right? So if you're setting yourself, let's say, Anthony, you and I have talked before on the show, like gold or, you know, whatever the hot, you know, whatever hot topic is that somebody's interested in. If you firmly believe that that's the ticket, there's not a whole lot of anything anybody's going to do to transfer your thought to someplace else, right? Like if you think right. gold is what you should have, that's where your mind's going to be. How do you work with clients who feel they come into your office saying, I think I should have this product. And maybe through your analysis, you realize it's not the best product for it. How do you work them through that? Well, you overcome knowledge with knowledge, right? Okay. So right. so you're 100% spot on. I mean, most of the time, people do pay more attention to the information that supports their opinion. I mean, look, we live in a world today where if you're Democrat and you don't want to hear from the Republicans, you just block them on Facebook. If you're Republican, you don't want to hear from the Democrats, you just block them on Facebook. If you're, you know, a churchgoer and you don't want to talk to the church-going people, you block. It's it's just the world You we can confirm live whatever in. you want, right? Yeah, you can confirm whatever you want, and you can basically pay attention to the information that supports your opinion. And believe me, if you have an opinion... There's enough information out there. <laughs> it will confirm it. It will. It and, will. And so a lot of times, you know, we get people come in where they they will be absolutely convinced that they want 
Apple stock or they, you know, like what you're saying, it's, you know, they want they gold. Wanna, or, or an annuity is the worst thing ever or whatever. Yeah, right. or an annuity is the worst thing ever. So basically what we have to do in a situation like that is we have to really listen to them. You know, God gave us two ears and one mouth, so we listen twice as much as we talk. And uh, so we listen. We listen to them. We find out what formed the opinion. We find out what information they've been reading, they've been watching, who told them that, what makes them think that, what forms that belief within you. And uh, usually when they tell us that, we're able to, we're able to debunk it or, or we're able to say, you know what? Okay, that's, I mean, hey, look, there's nothing wrong with 10% gold in your portfolio. Right, okay. 10% silver in your portfolio. So, uh, sure, I'm I'm good with that if, if you're good with that. Well, so I like that. So, kind of fighting knowledge with knowledge because, yeah, we do all, I mean, we're humans, right? We're all going to have our opinions about things. And hopefully, when someone's coming in to seek, you know, the guidance of a financial advisor like yourself and the team at Retirement Specialty Group, hopefully they're coming in with a bit of an open mind. But I know that you definitely encounter people who have you know, their opinions on things. And, and so that's, you know, I wanted to kind of talk about how you work through that. And no matter which of these biases you you kind of want to attend to anything, whether it's confirming something that you totally believe in, or maybe it's something like loss aversion, where you, you feel as though you're overly sensitive. You're so afraid you're going to lose money that you're afraid to make any moves, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That look. So this happened to me last week with a client where they were just absolutely convinced because they had lost money in the stock market back in 2008 when the market crashed and they were just terrified they they just absolutely were not going to have anything to do with the stock market so i suddenly realized i wasn't going to be able to convince them you know otherwise different even though we do what's called tactical active management most of the portfolios are just simple buy and hold strategies but we trade with stop losses and we do a lot of algorithms that are built in so you know the market might tank and people panic but we've done moved them to cash because the computer picked up ahead of time the turn in the market so gotcha. I, you know i tried a little bit to talk to them but I just I just noticed real quick, saw real quick, I wasn't getting anywhere. Mm-hmm. And it was simply because it was so close to home that it hurt. I mm. mean, they, look, I think, it, right. I think they ended up losing, uh, I think he told me $85,000, $86,000, something like that. Oh, geez. So, you know, it, it just wasn't going to happen, and that's okay. I, I didn't fight that. I just said, okay, look, I understand it's a pressure point. It hurts, and uh, right. let's just stay away from it. Yeah. Well, and, you know, everybody has those biases, right? We're, again, we're human. We all do it. We all kind of have that situation within us where we kind of come into something kind of, I don't know, we're either uh, preset to believe a certain thing or to be against a certain thing. And the idea is you've got to have that conversation. And hopefully that is, again, why you're seeking the advice of a financial advisor is to say, hey, I this is probably not where I'm best at, so help me find the best way to do this. And, of course, if you want to do that, that's where the uh, financial GPS comes into play, right? That's it. I mean, our financial GPS is what we build for everybody. I'm, I'm asked a lot of the times, you know, what is in that financial GPS? One, it's going to show you what your expense ratio fees are. Two, it's going to show you what your risk score is. A lot of people don't even know they have expense ratio fees. I met with a client this week. They said, what are those? I said, that's your hidden fees. They didn't even know they'd been paying them for several years. The the risk score, they didn't even know what they had a risk score. We also take a look at should you turn on Social Security at 62, at 65, or 66, whatever your full retirement age is. 
or should you wait to age 70? That GPS, that financial GPS is what will tell us that. I tell everybody, Mark, it's it's the roadmap. It is the roadmap of where you're going in yeah, financing I mean, and investing yeah, yeah, exactly. is what it is. It's We go somewhere today, we plug in the address and the GPS, and it tells us how to get there, right? That's right. But when it comes to investing, nobody wants to figure out how to get to retirement and then how to get through retirement. That's what the financial GPS does is it takes them not only to retirement, but it takes them through retirement. Well, if you want to get on the calendar to come in for your own financial GPS, uh, if you've been listening to us for a while, you should know how to do it. But I'll tell you again anyway, it is no cost, no obligation. Just call him at 888-557-1993. Let him know you want to come in and have that chat, and they will schedule you a time that works well for you, whether it's in Cookville or Knoxville or Chattanooga. they got an office in those locations. And you can get on the counter, again, complimentary at 888-557-1993. Come in there and have that initial conversation. It takes about an hour or so of your time and get yourself that financial GPS. You're listening to Retire the Right Way with Anthony Wright. We'll be back with more here on the other side of the break. We're going to uh, come back and talk about the desire to retire. Hi, I'm a cleverly devised personification of Wall Street. I'm one wild roller coaster ride away from wreaking havoc on your investments. And I love to mess with your emotions. If you're not properly diversified, you can bet I'll keep you up all night thinking about me. If you want to keep me off your mind, you really need a trusted advisor who'll look after your best interests. You also need a custom-designed financial plan that'll protect you from market volatility. Otherwise, when I take a plunge, I'll send you scrambling through your filing cabinet, hoping you were well prepared. Don't wait for turmoil to hit. Get started today with your complimentary review from Retirement Specialty Group at 888-557-1993. That is 888-557-1993 for this no-cost, no-obligation consultation with Retirement Specialty Group. 888-557-1993. It's getting to know you time. Well, it's getting to know you time here on Retire the Right Way. We step away from the financial chit-chat for a moment or two and just get to know Anthony a little bit better outside the financial realm. And so I got a good easy one for you this week, my friend. What movie will you always stop and kind of pulls you in and you wind up spending and you'll just watch it? If you come across it on TV, it's one of those movies that you're like, oh, and you sit down and you watch for, I'm just going to watch for a couple minutes. Next thing you know, you're hooked. Even though you've seen it a million times, is there one that always grabs you? Oh, yeah. Which one? Oh, yeah. Taken. Really? Oh, I love that movie. (laughs) I was going to say, remember the Titans, and you went taken. Oh, I love that movie, man. That happened to me just a couple of weeks ago. You were taken? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was taken by that movie. (laughs) There you go. I told my son, I was like... Oh look, this movie's on. I was like, we'll just we'll just watch a couple minutes of it. This is this is what happens if anybody takes his daughter, and I saw like, that's what happens if anybody touches you or comes after you. <laughs> mm. uh, I was thinking, say, Anthony was taken, and Mar- I could just see Maria on the other line. I will find you. Oh yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, Good Maria stuff. would probably uh, Maria would probably thank them. Right, right. Thank, <laughs> oh, send, send, them a, send them a card. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, send them a card. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, there you go. That's our getting to know you taken. All right. That's a good one. So we'll get right back to the show here in just a minute. This has been our Getting to Know You with Anthony Wright. What movie will catch you? And we'll ask yourself that as you listen to the show. What movie always kind of hooks you in? For my wife, actually, it's kind of fun. It's Forrest Gump. Like, it seems like every time oh. I turn around, she sees Forrest Gump and she'll just sit down and That's watch it. That's a good one. Yeah. So, at least I think it is. She'll probably tell me I'm wrong. She'll probably tell me I don't know her very well. But anyway, we'll be back to the program in just a second. Stick around. Hey, y'all. Miss Lita here again. Grab your smartphone and text the letters RSG to 555 555- 888 and that will get you in contact with the fine folks at Retirement Specialty Group. When you text that number, a web page will pop up on your phone and all you have to do is type in your information. Don't worry, it's totally secure and just like that, the team at Retirement Specialty Group will send you out a free booklet or get you registered for their next seminar in your area. So go ahead, give it a try and text RSG to 555-888. If you have a little trouble, you can always grab one of those grandkids. They got lightning fast thumbs, don't they? It's time for a Tennessee tidbit. Do you know what corn mash is? Well, if you do, I bet you also know some of its other names, like moonshine, white lightning, and mule. I bet that has a kick. Yep, corn mash is homemade whiskey, and it's still used as an ingredient today, sometimes in one of Tennessee's top exports from Old Gentleman Jack. Back here with us for the second quarter of Retire the Right Way with Anthony Wright, 888-557-1993, your number to call to talk with Anthony and his fine team at Retirement Specialty Group, 888-557-1993. Get yourself on the counter. They're serving you from Knoxville to Chattanooga and all points in between with an office in Cookville, Knoxville, and Chattanooga. And uh, how's all them grandbabies doing, by the way, bud? Oh, buddy, they they got Papa's heart. <laughs> <laughs> his heart and his wallet and, on the way. And my checkbook. That's right. <laughs> on the way. Yeah, they're doing good. They're, they're all growing my oldest he just turned 10 so okay uh i got five grandbabies and Mm -hmm. they're all under 10 years old 10 Mm -hmm. or under fun fun stuff at this time though good times yeah man man. yeah hey i told you number five i told you number five that's four months old got named after me didn't you did you did yeah yeah it took me five but they finally named one after me and you're like man thanks (laughs) Uh, i was well that's good he's he's a special dude too man he's awesome that's awesome well good glad to hear glad they're doing well well you know we're going to talk about the desire to retire anthony and grandkids play a huge factor in the things that we we want to do a lot of us want to do when we get to retirement age right so we're going to go through a few things here what i've done is i've kind of broken this down into levels here different people have different levels of how they feel about retirement as a i guess as a concept right so some people are like "Ah, i'm never going to retire so we're going to kind of start there with that level one kind of person and really i just kind of want to get your take as to you know if somebody comes in they want to work with you or they're sitting down with you but they they find themselves in one of these levels how you kind of help you know talk them through whatever phase they're in for example like i said the person that doesn't see themselves retiring kind of like you like 
you know, you definitely take time and you go enjoy time with the family, but you also really love what you do. And you've said many times, well, I don't see myself retiring. Right. So how do you, how do you combat that in a couple in a client who says, well, you know, do I need to plan for retirement when I never see myself retiring? I mean, that's, I mean, that's a great feeling, but is that practical? It's a great feeling. I don't, I don't think it's really practical as in, you know, even if I retired from what I do, I'm still going to be active. Right. Right. So even if you work forever, you're still going to need a plan because, well, hey, look, emergencies happen. Sure. What if you what if you become physically unable to work? Yeah. Right. Yeah. The boss decides that it's it's time for them. <laughs> they, to, they decide it's time for you to retire. <laughs> exactly. What you know what what what's going to happen then? Yeah. You know, um, just in case there's a sudden change of mind in in you or in me or in whoever that person is that retires, all of a sudden we may change our mind and decide that hey. What if we want to, like you said, what if we want to take yeah. the grandkids and go tour the country? Well, you know, that's the part that always gets me. I mean, saying I love what I do. Like, I mean, you know, it's easy. I love what I do. I, I just talk on the radio. It's a very easy job. It's it's also fun. I get to chat with people. But, you know, everybody, I think, has a moment where, let's say, 10 years later, you're like, oh, I really love what I do. But 10 years is a long time. And, you know, let's say you're let's say you're 50 and you plan on work until you're, you know, like you say, you're forever. And all of a sudden you wake up one morning and you're 60, 61, 62 and you go, I still love my job. But, yeah, I'm feeling as though I could I could probably retire. <laughs> so <laughs> it does change. And that moves you kind of like the level two. And that's that person that's kind of like, well, I guess I could retire, but maybe the pay is still pretty good and, and you don't hate it. So why why not keep working? What do you do there? Well, yeah, I mean, very often people in this boat feel that, you know, they might as well continue to work because it just seems easier than doing the the work to get an income plan in place. That's probably true. You know, once they once they do finally get a plan together, then their perspective often change and they become a little more excited about Mm -hmm. retirement and about what they're going to do. So. Well, that's it's a good a, point. It's it's just conversation. It's it's just talk to people, understand people. Well, okay, so that's a good point. So somebody's a lot of times people will say, "Well, it's such a hassle to get a financial plan, right? I'll just mm-hmm. keep working, right?" right. And uh, and so I, I kind of like that idea. So when they come in, they sit down, and you start to go through this process. They kind of realize maybe it's not as bad as they thought. Well, I mean that's true, right? And I mean because it's pretty easy once you it, get going, really. Once you once you get going, once you sit down, and it doesn't take that long to do a plan. <laughs> it really it, doesn't. It, it really doesn't. <laughs> it's people think it does. I, I think sometimes people think it's like going to the dentist, and it's or like math not, homework, right? You're like, math, yeah, yeah, it's like exactly. oh, I got to pull all this stuff together. But yeah. you guys kind of give them a roadmap on say, here's the things we need. We do you know, pull yeah. these things together for us, bring them in, and we'll go through them with you. Yeah. Yeah, we we do. It's it's really really simple. It takes a little bit more of their time than it does effort. As long as they bring <laughs> right, their right. their statements in, you know, right. we'll be able to put a good plan together. So okay, right. yeah, well, cool. it's a it's a lot of fear, but it 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 doesn't need to be or procrastination as always or like procrastination. Yeah. yeah. All right, so let's go to our level three person, and that's the person that comes in and says, Anthony, I'd like to retire in a few years, but I honestly have no idea when I can. And I think this is probably most people, right? I think most people fall into this level three area. Well, yeah. I mean, this is just the person who's who's uh, you know just getting to the state of thinking about retirement, but they really haven't done any planning. You know, they're a blank slate. They they need to start from the very beginning and need to determine how much income they're going to need in retirement and assess the risk, so to speak, in their portfolio. Right. And many cases just start to familiarize themselves with what they're actually invested in. A lot of people don't even know what they're invested in. True. 
So, you know, these people are often in better shape than they really realize that they are, and they just need to get organized, and they just need to sit down, take a look at the big picture, and, and not be afraid of it. Not You know, look, it is what it is, right? Two plus two is always going to equal four. Yeah. You know, it is what it is. If if you're behind the eight ball a little bit, well, I don't we know. Can... Com- Common Core Math says two plus two equals seven apples in a trip to you know Zimbabwe and back around the corner, and then you get to four. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, true. That's true. Yeah, Common and Core fi- Math. Far- farmers just dig a hole, and plant a seed, and pour go. some water, and it springs up. Right there, you go. Uh, but I think no, I think that's a good point because a lot of times people just they don't know where to start. We do feel a bit, um, you know, just kind of like, well, okay, I've never really done much planning, or I have a collection of stuff, right? You walk in and you say, well, I've got this, um, you know, I've got, you know, my four hundred one k, and I've got this IRA over here, and I got this insurance thing I bought, you know, twenty seven years ago, like that kind of stuff, right? We just kind of have a collection of stuff. Yeah, you just have a collection of stuff. Nobody knows what the nobody. Very few people I ever talked to really truly knows what they have. Yeah, They're, yeah. Uh, you know, here, here's my four hundred one k. I don't know. You know, you start asking questions. I don't know. And you ask this question. I don't know. You know, <laughs> and that's uh, why you might find yourself in one of these different levels of of thinking about retirement. And no matter what level you're on, as you can see, there's a common core here. Uh, not to poke fun at my old joke there, the common core math, but there's a common theme where it's getting things together, figuring out some questions within your own mind, pulling some of this stuff together, and then having a chat with an advisor to see where you stand. And one of the big things that comes back is that a lot of times if you don't know where you stand, how can you know what adjustments to make? How can you know if you're on thin ice or or good ice if you don't know where exactly you're standing? So let's hit number four here on our level for desire to retire. Somebody that maybe that person that's like, I pictured myself, maybe working another couple of years, but man, Anthony, that retirement is looking looking better and better. Can, maybe I want to amp this up and retire sooner than I thought. This is the person who always saw retirement as being, you know, a long way into the future, if you would, mm-hmm. maybe far into the future. But maybe things at work aren't quite so great. So they're starting to see some of their peers retire. You know, maybe suddenly it's an idea that seems really appealing to them they you know they might need a little help understanding how realistic it is for them to retire soon and and they you know they just need to make sure that they're basically just kind of confirming their decision gotcha Uh, this is is kind of the evolution of number one there where you didn't think you were ever going to retire and now you're starting to see your friends retire okay maybe it's not a bad idea yeah and you know sometimes they just need somebody to confirm that and and, uh, say hey it's not a bad idea. It can happen. I actually, I actually had that happen with a gentleman that that was uh, thinking about retirement. He was going to put it off a year, and uh-huh. after he sat down and talked to me, he retired in sixty days. There you go. Yeah, so it's it happens, man. Yeah. It's 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 out there. Well, then we got, finally have our, our category five. If you want to like list it like a hurricane, our level five kind of person. It's like I want to retire. They come in there like Anthony. I want to retire tomorrow. Or I want to retire yesterday. <laughs> if I don't yeah. get out of this job, I'm going to go nuts kind of thing. Oh, yeah. And, and you got to be careful here, right? Well, you do because this this is a person that's in danger of making a hasty decision, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're gonna, they could possibly end up regretting it later if we're not careful. Yeah. But, you know, these people can also benefit greatly from having a solid plan in place. And even if the plan says that they shouldn't retire tomorrow, I mean, just simply having a, a target retirement date makes that retirement possible timing work for them maybe makes it a little more palatable might be another way to say it yeah um so you know the i think the key in the the 
again, not to not to go back to to your joke earlier about core math, but I think the core <laughs> the, the core issue here is 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 just get a plan, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Just know where you're headed, know what you're going to do, and uh, get that roadmap and and know where you're going. And and we don't look at maps anymore nowadays. Now we plug it into the GPS. That's why we call our roadmap the the GPS, the financial GPS. So you know, look, know what your expense fees are, your expense ratios. Know what know what hidden fees you're paying. Know what your risk score is. Know what tax bracket you're in. Know what investments you're currently in are they suitable for you are they fiduciarily right for you so you know there's a lot of things that go into this to this plan and and uh, all of our plans are written by certified financial planners and we're all fiduciary advisors so you're going to get a very well designed well crafted plan but as you mentioned earlier you just have to not procrastinate and you have to pick up the phone give us a call and then come in sit down and talk to us yeah no matter what your level is of uh, thinking about retirement whether you think it's way way off in the future you never want to or you got to get out of there tomorrow the math is still going to be the math and it's going to dictate a lot and it's better to find that information out sooner rather than later and oftentimes and i think it's really much higher than we probably realize more people are in better shape than they truly realize i think we get so wound up in seeing things on tv and it's, oh, if we don't have X number of dollars or this, that, or the other, just getting this information together is really going to help us understand where we stand on whatever level of retirement we're thinking we find ourselves in. So get on the counter, as Anthony mentioned, take advantage, get that uh, that great offer, get it rocking and rolling with your own financial GPS at 888 no cost or obligation, 888-557-1993. You just have to take the action. That's the first step and often the hardest part, just reaching out and saying, hey, I need a little bit of help. I'd like to see where I stand. Anthony and his team can help you. 888-557-1993. There's more to come after this. I have a plan. You've got a plan. Do you have a plan to address inflation in future decades as the cost of everything continues to rise? I have part of a plan. What about long-term care? Do you have a plan for how you'll pay for assisted living or nursing home care if you need it? To get help with these questions and much more, call Anthony Wright today at 888-557-1993 for your free financial GPS and make sure you're on that right road to a successful retirement. That's 888-557-1993. You know that old saying that men don't ask for directions? Well, let me tell you the best decision I ever made was contacting Anthony Wright at Retirement Specialty Group to ask for help on getting to and through my retirement. And that is one set of directions I plan to follow. Into the third quarter here on Retire the Right Way with Anthony Wright, CEO and founder at Retirement Specialty Group, Triple Eight. 557-1993, your number to call. That is 888-557-1993 for that no-cost, no-obligation consultation, that retirement GPS, financial GPS. It's got the three Cs. It's comprehensive, it's customized, and it's complimentary. So, you know, why not, right? Do uh, do yourself a favor, get on the counter, have that conversation. And, uh, and don't forget, you can also... You know, stop in and see Anthony, get a copy of his book when you do so, all that good stuff. But you got to get on the counter, and it's pretty easy to do. 888 All right, uh, before we get into our next next little bit here, I got a fun fact of the week for you. 
Oh, and, and I don't I, want I don't want to see you try this now, but did you know it's physically impossible to lick your own elbow? Boy, <laughs> wow. And that's what you throw at me. Huh? That's I what see. I throw at you. Now, wow. you know there's somebody somewhere who's really flexible that's like, oh, yeah, I want to try Watch it. this. Yeah. Uh, maybe not from our listening audience because we're getting too old for that, I think. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, really. But they'll be uh, – I, I I was teasing my daughter about this the other day, and she's like – she's down – we were FaceTiming with her because she's down in the Navy, obviously, in uh, in Charleston, right? And uh, and she's like, oh, I'm going to try now. So she got like her, like her and her whole like oh, platoon. No was trying to see if they could do it oh no <laughs> did any of them do it i don't know she didn't tell me uh but wow. uh yeah you'd be surprised what you can get 20 year olds to try right that's true absolutely it's just so they're having a good time down there in the navy and uh learning learning their schooling and all but they get i think that's... they got they get a little bored too so they're easily challengeable oh i'm, I'm sure <laughs> Yeah. Well, let's yeah. Uh, let's get into our topic here, Anthony. So let's talk generosity. Maybe generosity legacy. How you know, kind of how they factor together. When you think about a lot of your clients, who do you consider to be generous, and and what does it look like? Do you have clients that come in and say, "Well, here's what I want to do with you know whatever's left. Is it to the kids, uh, or is it to you know charity event? We talked. We started off the show talking about Bezos, for example. Uh, I know you as a pastor and stuff. Do you have people that want to leave things to the church or their favorite volunteer organization, things like that? Yeah, we we do. I mean, it runs all over the board. As as the listeners know, I've been in the business now for. 10 years and over the past 10 years I've seen a lot of gifting and a lot of generosity and sometimes it's the kids sometimes it's the grandkids sometimes it's the church sometimes it's other things that you know we saw just earlier this week you know the Boy Scouts of America filed mm-hmm. for bankruptcy right well, that's, I didn't see that so, yeah. yeah yeah so so charitable giving is is down it's I don't quite understand why but but it is but i had a client just actually just about two months ago and they took their entire required minimum distribution which mm-hmm. is called a, a rmd right and they gave the entire rmd to their church mm, okay and then just at the end of uh the end of 2019 i had another client that gave her entire rmd to a university wow so so it's happening it's it's happening well, it's, that's good it, yeah now yeah. do you now if somebody comes in and they're sitting down with you for the first time they say look i'm a very generous I, I want to generously give or i want to maybe not even generous but like regularly i want to be able to do something regularly where i'm giving something do you guys factor that into the overall financial plan when you're working through it and you say okay was it like a percentage do you say okay well we're going to do x number of dollars per distribution i guess yeah, we do. I okay. mean, it really depends on what they're wanting to do. One one of my clients wanted to give on a monthly basis to Okay. She she had watched something on Discovery Channel about um it had something to do with apes over in Right. Right. I don't know, some some country over there where they were going to they were a distinct population or something. Right. And so she she wanted to give every month to that Wildlife society conservation. That, yeah. yeah, yeah, ape conservation, I think yeah. is what it was. Mm-hmm. And so anyway, we we just set it up where every month X amount of dollars goes to okay. them. And um, yeah, man, it it still happens. It still goes on. A lot of people are are very generous. In fact, I I probably see eighty percent of the people are extremely generous. There's only about twenty percent of the population that's kind of grumpy and <laughs> and greedy and stingy. And but yeah, we live in a very generous area. 
Well, I was going to say, yeah, it's the good, good Tennessee folk. You know, that's yeah. that's usually the case. Well, when you have people who are, are generous, and, that, and that's a wonderful place to be, have you ever had a situation where someone was a little inclined to give away too much and you had to reel them in? Like, I imagine that's got to be interesting because you, you, on the one hand, you don't want to be saying, hey, don't be such a generous, caring person. But on the other hand, you don't want them to wreck their own retirement. Well, true. And so have, you, have, you, have you encountered that before? We have, we have, we have encountered situations where people want to just give it all away, and it's like not, not yet. You're still healthy, <laughs> exactly. And they, they basically kind of want to live on social security, and they just want to live wow. on a, you know, barely get by. They, they feel bad for having money, huh, and so, so we, we have to do some, some counseling and help them understand that. Look, it's not bad to have money. It's just, it's just bad for money to have you. Right, right, yeah. What is the, so, what is the uh, the root of all evil is money, but it's not yeah, right. That's it's always love. misquoted. Yeah, it's yeah, the, the love, love of it. Yeah, it's the love. It's not money. It's the love of money. Right, is the root of all evil. But you know, we're like, it's not wrong for you to have money. And yeah, but my mother left me this. And I got gotcha. you. Yeah. You know, she she she'd roll over in her grave if she knew I lost it. So I'm just going to give it to the church. You know? I got gotcha. you. Okay, and 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 again, these are great things to aspire to. But you want to just make sure that you're also not being an, your own detriment to your own retirement plan because then that's kind of a cyclical thing too because then if then if you do that then maybe you're now having to lean on your kids and that's putting them behind on their own you know so a lot of times we talk about that how it can be a snowball effect to generational working its way through the generations if we're not careful and prudent oh with yeah our absolutely. retirement planning yeah exactly how often do you see people who have uh, the financial capacity to be generous but they don't view themselves as wealthy. Like do you, most people, do they come in and they're like, well, I wanted this, this, and this. And they, but they definitely don't have any of that air about them. Like, you know, there's, there's nothing wealthy about them. They're just good people. Yeah. Very, very, very few people. I'm saying 1% of the population ever see themselves as I'm wealthy and I know I'm wealthy. And <laughs> see, see those people we mentioned in the beginning of the show, right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Very, very few people ever come in like that. 99% of the people are very humble. You know, they've worked, they've saved some in a 401k or an IRA, their mother and father on both sides. You know, the husband's mother and father, the wife's mother and father, they've passed away. They've left them a house, a farm. They've left them something. And so, you know, they find themselves here now in their 70s, and they've inherited this, and they've inherited that, and they've got this IRA and that 401k, and they really are very humble with it and don't know what to do with it. And most of the people want to put a some type of succession plan in place, right. legacy plan in place. They... They want the kids to get it. And, I, you know, now we're talking about wealthy people. I watched an interview this week with um, Mark Cuban that owns yep. the, the Dallas he, Mavericks. He's a billionaire, and, uh, yeah. And uh, Steve Harvey. Okay. I thought it was a fantastic interview because a lot of people don't understand that Cuban really clawed his way to the top. He right? did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and it wasn't until he discovered technology and he sold that, that technology company that he really became a billionaire. Right. And he made a statement that his dad gave him twenty dollars when he went to college, and he said, "And he said, son, I want you to go to college and become more than me and your mom." And he said, "All I can afford is twenty dollars a month. That's all he could give him." Okay. And he said, "He said my dad sent me twenty dollars a month, but the best thing he, best advice he gave me was figure out the rest of how to pay." Yeah. 
and and it was just a great interview. It was a fantastic interview. And here you got this filthy rich billionaire, but he's not arrogant. He's not he's not rubbing it in people's face. In fact, he was telling Steve Harvey that he demands that his children at sixteen get a job and work. He's like. I don't just write checks or hand them a credit card. Here, go use the credit card, and yeah. Dad'll pay it. That's good. And he's like, "I'm just, I refuse to do that. I want them to to learn." And that's what I see here in Tennessee, especially. People are very humble, even if they have a lot of money. They're very humble, and you don't know it. You know, you'll see a you'll see a farmer come in in overalls. That's the old Sam Walton thing, right? It is. It yeah. is. It's exactly what it is. And you'll think they didn't have two nickels to rub together, and they're a millionaire. <laughs> Never judge a book by its cover. Uh, that's that's right. exactly right. <laughs> And they'll be a millionaire. <laughs> and that and that bell seat means it's time for us to hit a break. So we're going to jump out of here for a quick second. And let me let you know that uh, if you want to do come in and have a conversation, maybe generosity, maybe leaving a legacy to your kids or beyond your kids is important to you. And that's part of what's also included inside the financial GPS. That planning process with Anthony and his team when you come in, it allows you to you know kind of get all these pieces together, all the puzzle pieces that make your retirement plan, but also factor in if that is an important component to you. So if you want to get on the counter, you know what to do. Give them a call, 888-557-1993. No cost or obligation. That's 888-557-1993 for your complimentary financial GPS. Get started with Anthony and the team today at Retirement Specialty Group. Find them in Cookville, Knoxville, and Chattanooga. Of course, if you can hear our voice, they can give you a hand. So reach out to them at 888-557-1993. What is the one thing more precious than gold, cannot be bought or sold, and that we all wish to have more of? Did you guess time? If so, that's correct. Time, and it is fleeting. So let's not let time stand in our way. Pick up the phone and call Anthony Wright at Retirement Specialty Group today and make sure your retirement plans will be ready and waiting right on time. Call 888-557-1993. That's 888-557-1993. It's time for a Tennessee tidbit. Researchers have discovered more than 3,800 documented caves in Tennessee. They also have discovered that listening to Retire the Right Way makes you 38% happier. Mm, Okay, maybe I made that one up, but it might be true. Stay tuned to Retire the Right Way and find out. All right, we're cruising down the home stretch here on Retire the Right Way. We're going to finish up the, the end of the show today, as we usually do with the questions from the mailbag that we get into the website, which is retirementspecialtygroup.com. That is retirementspecialtygroup.com. Go check them out online. A lot of good tools, tips, and resources there. You can also find them on Facebook as well. Just search Retirement Specialty Group, and that will pop right up. You can uh, like them and follow them on Facebook as well. You can always get on the calendar for a complimentary review at 888 as well for your financial GPS with Anthony and the fine folks at Retirement Specialty Group. All right, my friend, let's do some email questions. Daryl in Chattanooga. What's up, Daryl? Daryl says, Anthony, I'm 60 and I've just been given two options at work. I can keep working and retire in five to six years uh, with a pension or I can retire now, take a severance package and a pension buyout. Any uh, things I should be weighing for these options? That's kind of interesting. Uh, that's kind of interesting. You know, it's uh, it's really a good question and a good thought here because 
who's to say the company's going to be around five to six more years? I mean, you don't really know, right? That's true. Everybody thought Enron was going to be around five to six more years before they went under. Well, and I guess you know? I mean, I guess there could be a couple of reasons. A, yeah, we don't know if they're in any, any kind of trouble. Or B, it could, yeah, the, the old saying of just trying to, you know, uh, what downsize the workforce or whatever the case might be. So, yeah, yeah what are some things to think about for somebody well, like I'd, this? I mean, I'd probably lean a little bit toward check out how much the severance package is and, and pension buyout that they're willing to give you. And uh, if the severance package and the buyout is enough... And if we can take that, maybe mixed with the 401k, I think it's worth looking at. But we got to have the numbers. You know, obviously, we sure. we got to know what the numbers are. So, Daryl, if you want to get the numbers together and have them, have them tell you how much that buyout will be, also ask them how much the severance package will be, then uh, give us a call. Come in. We'll, we'll do a free GPS, financial GPS for you. And we'll, we can tell you. We can tell you if it works or if it don't work. And we can tell you if you need to work five more years, six more years. Well, so would that be the first question maybe Daryl should ask himself? First of all, do you want to work five or six more years? Uh, yep. Or, or you know, and I guess like you know, people listening probably is like, well, if I was given the option, I'm yeah, shoot, I'm going to try to take it, and, and maybe it is the best option, but maybe it's not, you know. So I think the first question you might ask yourself, Daryl, is how do you feel about working five or six more years? Do you feel healthy? Do you feel up to it? Do you feel good about it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, if you do, then you know that's you know that could, that should factor in. It shouldn't maybe. Anthony, and I just got through saying on the show that math is obviously incredibly important to whatever decision you're making because you don't want to leave work and not have enough money to retire. But at the same time, you also want to make sure that, uh, you know, you're, you're retiring to something and not just from something, right? That's right. And make sure that it's a good it's a good decision. And, and the only way we do that is a plan. Yeah, yeah. And well, and one other thing to think about, too, Daryl, um, I don't know how this would factor in, but you wouldn't be eligible for Medicare for five years if you retire. That's true. So that, you know, make true. sure you're going to weigh that in. So definitely talk with your advisor uh, about it. Run the numbers with him. If you do not have an advisor, as Anthony mentioned, he'll be happy to talk with you. Get the details, pull those uh, deets together, as the kids say, and uh, bring it in to Anthony, have a chat with him. 888-557-1993. It sounds like you're in a pretty good spot overall, but you want to certainly follow through with some detailed information, a little more than we can do here on the radio. 888-557-1993, Daryl. Thanks so much, bud. All right, Karen and Knoxville says, I'm retiring at the end of this year and will have about 18 weeks of vacation days and sick leave, sick leave excuse me, that I'm going to get paid for. So if my last paycheck is in December, all that payout will be included on this year's taxes. So my question, should I wait an extra month and retire at the beginning of a new year or this coming December uh, so that it affects me tax-wise? What's your thoughts from a tax standpoint? Ooh, boy, that's a... That's a good one there, too, but it really isn't going to, I mean, the taxes is going to fall in the 2020 year, whether she retires in December or January, it's still all going to come under the 2020 year. So I don't know. I don't know, you know, like maybe the best option here would be just to to get with a good CPA and, and take a look at a, you know, I obviously don't know what tax bracket she's in. Right. She might be able to defer some of that over to the 20, you know, 2021 year. Right. But I, I don't know on on that, Karen. I, you know, the best thing here might be for you to just get with a good CPA and sit down and find out what tax bracket you're in. Find out if there's a way to defer some of that over to the to the next year so you don't have to claim it all in this year. I mean, you know, so. you're looking at like, what, three months worth of pay, basically. But, you know, not knowing what your pay is, you know, is it going to bump you up or not bump you up in a tax bracket? So, yep, yep. Um, 
Yeah, and where you kind of fall right now. That's that's it's a good one, but it's a, it's really tough to answer on the radio. It is. It's, it is. That's a tough one. It's um, it's tough to answer. Yeah. yeah, we get you know we get all these questions in, and we get some different ones that come in, and sometimes they're a little easier to kind of give a, an either or scenario. Well, you could this or you could that, or you can kind of give a few things that, to think about. But uh, to get specific, it's pretty hard to do without some some real data. So definitely yep. talk with a CPA, Karen, on that one. And if Anthony works with several, if you don't know one or you're not sure where to talk with one, uh, give them a call and they can certainly refer you. No problem. 888-557-1993. All right. Uh, Roy in Cookville. He says that we're building our dream home and are going to move in hopefully sometime this year, maybe the next year, year and a half. Uh, my question is whether or not to sell the current house after we move out and invest that cash or turn it into a rental property for retirement income. What's your thoughts? Well, you know, that's going to be an opinion of anybody you talk to, right? Mm -hmm. So I happen to have owned several rental properties at one time. It kind of goes back to the first segment where you and I talked about, do people come in with preconceived ideas, right? right. If you could find the perfect renter, and if they paid on time, and if they kept everything up, then it would be a great decision to rent it, right? But I don't think I've ever found that person in the past 15 years. So even if you find the perfect renter that comes in and rents, then what happens five years from now when they move out is you have to spend all this money fixing the house back up because there's there's marks on the wall, there's scratches and there's dings and there's dents and there's flooring you have to replace and right. paint you have to do. So it really depends on, you know, I had a client, I had a client, I guess this has been probably two years back now, that he and his wife really struggled sitting in front of me. She wanted to take his his IRA money, his 401k money, and she wanted to put it in a self-directed IRA and do a mobile home park. Okay. And he didn't want to do that. And he was like, do you realize who would be out there working and fixing these (laughs) mobile homes? Me. And he's like, that is not what I am going to do that in wasn't my his, retirement. It, was, it wasn't his ideal retirement. That's it. right. It's not his ideal retirement. So, Roy, it kind of comes back to your personal personality, honestly, yeah. and your, you know, kind of how are your your personal makeup, if you would, because. If you don't mind going out there and working on the rental property and you don't mind somebody calling you at uh, 8, 9 o'clock at night when the, the toilet is backed up into the tub and the kids oh, is in, in, in the tub. I mean, man, you got let me some tell plumbing you, issues if the toilet's backed uh, up in the tub, I'm saying. I tell you, I've had all kinds of issues with rentals. And maybe if you owned an apartment complex and you had a maintenance manager, it might be a little better, but I had always owned individual houses and I am proud to tell you, I have sold every single one of them. Well, you know, and I know some people who do a house that do do still hire a property management service, but you're going to have to factor that into the rental retirement income that you're kind of thinking about, Roy. So whether you're choosing to do it yourself, uh, I guess that's the time factor, your personal time, what's it worth? Uh, whether you're paying somebody for a property manager to you know handle all those problems for you, uh, how does that factor into how much you're making off of the place? Is it still enough to make it worthwhile? You know, all that kind of stuff. Or do you just want to sell it and invest the cash? So Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. right. 
All right, Roy. Well, great yeah. question. Anthony probably did not help you uh, in that respect because I, I was as he was talking about. It, I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to sell it. I was sitting there thinking if I was Roy after listening to you talk about different things, I'm like, nope, I'm selling it. I don't want to deal with that. <laughs> That's it, man. That's it. But everybody's I, different. Everybody's, everybody's different, though. Yep. Roy might Roy might want to deal with it. He might he might not mind those phone calls. He but, might. He may um, have he may have done a lot of work on the house through the years and, and, and enjoys doing it. And wants to keep working on it, and that could be a factor too. Sometimes, uh, Roy, I don't know if maybe you've got an emotional attachment to the the current house and maybe part of the reason you're also thinking about hanging on to it is just because you guys love the house so i mean that's that's normal too so factor all those things in give anthony a call come in and get your financial gps one more time anthony what can they get out of that financial gps so we're going to tell you what your expense ratios are we're going to we're going to uncover those hidden fees we're going to tell you what your risk score is. We're also going to be able to take a look at what you're currently invested in because very few people even know what they are invested in. So we're going to look at your tax benefits of when you. how does this affect my taxes based upon if I take a monthly income, do I wait to start maybe halfway through the year? It's, we're going to look at that side of it. We're going to look at the, the Social Security side of it. Do you turn on Social Security at 62, full retirement age, or do you wait to age 70? So long and short of it is it's a full-scale plan, and it'll, you know, it'll go anywhere from uh, 60 to 100 pages if you want us to, but it really just kind of depends on how much of a plan you really want. But at the end of the day, you got yourself a good, well-designed plan, our certified financial planners put them together. We're all fiduciary advisors. So you're going to get a very well-written plan, and it doesn't cost you anything. It's 100% complimentary to you. You just have to pick up the phone and give me a call at 888 And don't procrastinate. Folks call me all the time, and they come in and say, man, I wish I'd have come in sooner. So don't procrastinate. Don't put it off. Come and see me. 888-557-1993. All right, folks, get on the counter. 888-557-1993 for that no-cost, no-obligation financial GPS with Anthony Wright and his team at Retirement Specialty Group serving you here throughout the Knoxville, Cookville, Chattanooga areas. 888-557-1993. We appreciate your time, as always, this weekend. There's lots of things to be doing and being out and about, so we always know that we're catching you a little bit here, a little bit there, as you're maybe traveling from uh, place to place or working in the yard or whatever the case might be so we always appreciate your time here on the program do yourself a favor do your retirement a favor have a conversation with the fine folks at retirement specialty group 888-557-1993 all right my friend have yourself a good week continue to feel better and i will see you next time thanks pal good talking to you we'll see you later on retire the right way with anthony wright Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.